Did you know that Jesus was Jewish? You might be asking, what does that mean for your Christian faith? Watch today and discover how understanding the Jewish roots of your faith and your connection to Israel and the Jewish people can transform your life and the way you read the Bible. Coming up on Jewish Voice. Well, Ezra, we're Jewish believers in Jesus, and that for some that seems strange. It does, Jonathan, and we're going to talk about why that's not only not strange according to the scriptures, but actually the destiny of God for the Jewish people, for his chosen people. And, you know, Jonathan, I was reflecting, Jewish voice turned 55 this year. Or we turned. did. I'm not the founder, by the way. I wasn't around. Right. But so <laughs> I was for, a little kid. From the 60s on, either on radio or then about a decade later on television, we've been on TV over 40 years, not me, but we, uh, the main reason we're on the airwaves originally uh, in the vision of the founder was to share testimonies with the Jewish community and also with the Christian community of Jewish men and women who had come to faith in Jesus as Messiah. Yeah, pretty much exclusively. First on radio and then on television, right. Jewish Voice was focused on Jewish people telling their stories, on finding Jewish people that had had an experience with the God of Israel and come to discover that Jesus, we call him by his Hebrew name Yeshua, right. was the promised Messiah. Mm -hmm. And so they would travel to, di to different parts of the country, sometimes gather people at a conference mm -hmm. or go to a conference, and then they would tape people as they told their testimonies of how they had come to know Jesus as Messiah. Right, and thinking back to the timing of all of this, something very interesting was happening. Many of you watching today will remember this. It was the Jesus movement in America, wasn't it? And within the Jesus movement, the, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of, of young men and women uh, receiving Jesus as Lord, was a subset of those receiving, receiving Jesus were Jewish. Yeah, and they were coming to the Lord in profound ways, miraculous ways. Uh, I met Lewis and Kira Kaplan uh, watching Jewish Voice the as a brand new Jewish believer, Voice. the right. founders of Jewish Voice. The, sh the television program was actually hosted by Kira Kaplan, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm who was a Finnish believer. She had a Finnish accent and I, it was a bit strange, but it was so compelling hmm. because as I heard the, the Jewish person share their testimony, point after point uh, connected with my life. Mm -hmm. And I said, that, that's, that's what happened to me. Mm -hmm. That's what happened to me. And I, uh, I don't know if I wrote to the Kaplans or somebody wrote on my behalf, but a couple of years later, I was a guest on the program, and that's how I became friends with the Kaplan. And here you are hosting it today. Here I am. A couple decades later. Yeah. So, Jonathan, you know, th these days you're leading one of the largest uh, ministries to reach Jewish people with the gospel uh, in the earth, but that, of course, wasn't always the case. There was a before-Jesus life for Jonathan Burness, and we want to talk <laughs> a little bit about that today. There was indeed, and I don't, always, I don't like to talk about it too much. Our, our, our producer kind of pushed me along and said, tell some of the stuff you don't usually tell. So right. that's what I'm going to do today. I'll just start by saying I was born in a very typical American Jewish household mm -hmm. where Jewish identity was important, but orthodoxy was not part of our, of our tradition. Mm -hmm. So I didn't wear a, a, a yarmulke, a head covering. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't, we didn't keep a kosher home. My mm -hmm. father did, mm -hmm. but then left that after his father died. But Jewish identity was very, very important to me, Ezra. Mm -hmm. And I like to say it this way. 
I was taught from the time that I was a little boy mm -hmm. that Jews don't believe in Jesus. So Judaism at, during my day probably was more defined by what Jews believe, didn't believe than what we did believe. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a lot of debate about what Jews believed, uh, who is a Jew. Mm -hmm. And about that time, there was an acceptance of homosexual Jews right. as being valid. Right. Uh, there was a growing number of atheist Jews mm -hmm. because of the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. They were accepted. Mm -hmm. And atheist synagogues began to emerge around the United States. Right. There was basically three groups, reform, conservative, and orthodox, all with different, different degrees of practice. Mm -hmm. But the traditional idea that uh, an Orthodox Jew believes in the authority of Scripture mm -hmm. began to diminish. Again, post-Holocaust Judaism, but it's about tradition. It's about retaining identity. I was taught that I was born a Jew, that I would die a Jew, and that was inbred into me, uh, deeply inbred into me as a child growing up. Right. Now, this idea that to be Jewish means to not believe in Jesus, what are the roots of that? Did, did a rabbi one day just say, Jesus isn't the Messiah and that's the way it is? Or was this something much, much longer term in the Jewish uh, tradition? I'll give you a short answer sure. because it's really a long and complicated answer. But we have to go back to the first century mm -hmm. and we see that there was a division mm -hmm. when Jesus, we call him Yeshua, emerged mm -hmm. on the scene. Many followed him and the, the ones that mm -hmm. followed him were Jews. Right. We have to understand that. This, these weren't Christians following him. They were Jews. Mm -hmm. Jesus was sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. His audience were Jews. And a great number of what we call the Am Haaretz, the people of the land, mm -hmm. embraced him. Mm -hmm. Where we have a problem is with the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. More with the Sadducees and the Pharisees, but I don't want to get too complicated. Sure. And I think it was an issue of power. Control, uh, control, and Yeshua was saying some things that weren't quite in line with the views that were held in that day. Mm -hmm. He made some statements that were very clear. Uh, C.S. Lewis puts it this way, if you really look at the words of Yeshua, of Jesus, he was either a liar, a lunatic, or Lord. That's right. Uh, he was a liar because he claimed to be the Messiah, and if he wasn't, he was a liar. Uh, he made some statements that, that the rabbis understood were blasphemous mm -hmm. before Abraham was, I am, and the rabbis understood what he was saying. He, he, was, he was declaring himself to be equal with God. That's a no-no in Judaism, right? right? There's only one God unless you are in unless fact. Unless it's true. Yes, unless in fact it's true. Uh, so he's a, the liar, a lunatic, he's out of his mind, or he is in fact Lord, and many accepted him but there was this standoff with the leadership and ultimately a decision on the part of the gatekeepers of the people of Israel that determined he was not, he's not our Messiah. And there began to be a separation that took a, a, well over 100 years to happen, uh, really fu being finalized about 120 years after the birth, uh, resurrection, the death resurrection of Messiah, the Bar Kokhba revolt. And then you have a period, I'll just finish with this, of anti-Semitism, of growing anti-Semitism, of disputation, of dialogue, mm -hmm. of conflict, uh, Jews put to the death in, uh, in the name of Christ and Christianity. So we have a 2,000 year legacy where the church and the, and, and, uh, the synagogue separate 
a moat, a wall is built, and they actually experience hostility. And so you have two separate religions, them and us. It's not the way it was in the first century. Jonathan, in the face of so much opposition, it's amazing a single Jewish man or woman comes to faith, and yet the Lord brought you to faith in his mercy and his providence, and not only you, but thousands, tens of thousands of other Jewish men the and women. The Spirit of God is at work, as yeah. are among the Jewish people. God is faithful. And you talk about that faithfulness in your own story and in the history and the destiny of the entire Jewish people in this re-released uh, version of A Rabbi Looks at Jesus of Nazareth. Right. Such an awesome testimony. And this was specially done for us. You That's can't right. get this on Amazon. You can't get this on anywhere else. We've re-released this book. It's actually my favorite book. Right, and it's meaty, Jonathan. I mean, it's written very accessibly, plain language, but it not only shares your own testimony before Jesus and meeting Jesus and then in the years that follow your own call to ministry, but also zooms out and talks about Jewish objections to the gospel, Jewish objections to Jesus that we don't possibly have time to unpack in this, in this single show. Yeah, I wrote it for Christ. Christians that want to help a Jewish person find their Messiah. Right. And I also wrote it for a Jewish person that's open to just to, to be uh, willing to consider the claims that's right. of Jesus. And so I go into them in detail. It's really easy to read, but I put some depth into it. Again, I think out of all my books, that's the favorite one I ever wrote. Amen. My Jonathan, favorite. at 55 years and counting with Jewish Voice, originally Jewish Voice Broadcast and Hero Israel Ministries, now Jewish Voice Ministries International, I'm proud to say, I'm honored to say that our commitment to share the good news of the Messiahship of Jesus with Jewish people and their neighbors is unwavering. We're continuing that around the world. To Unabashedly, this here in the United States as well now. That's right. Because I believe this is the time. Ezra, everyone listening, now is the time for God to, to remove the blindness off of the eyes of the Jewish people. Why is that important to you? Because it says when the Jewish people come back, it releases life from the dead. So it plays a role in your life and in the life of your family and your neighborhood. Amen. And maybe you're asking, you know, I, I don't know a Jewish person or I can't travel around the world to Israel or to, or to places where scattered Jewish communities live to serve them, to proclaim the gospel every month. Uh, through our congregational networks and also sending mission teams out directly, Jonathan, we're doing just that. We're yeah. proclaiming the gospel to Jewish and, people. And we and need your help. We really do. We need your help now. We want to get you this book as our thank you. We have this, uh, this throw, right. which I just want to climb in under now because it's cold here. But I love this. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. That's what it says. This will be a constant reminder to you. Grab the other side, Ezra. Sure. This is gorgeous. Pray there for the go. peace of Jerusalem. It's a Jewish voice exclusive. Don't let this time pass. Pick up the phone and call, get online, and become a monthly Shalom partner. Here's how. As Jonathan and Ezra are teaching today, whether you are Jewish or Christian, knowing and understanding who Jesus really was and is, is so important to your relationship with the Messiah. As Jonathan and Ezra are teaching today, discovering the real Jesus of Nazareth really can change your perspective and your faith. As you make the important decision to support Jewish voice outreaches, both in Israel and around the world, you will literally be saving the lives of those in need. Not just those in need of medical care, but also those in need of salvation. As you support Jewish voice with a one-time gift of $40, you'll receive Jonathan's intriguing book, A Rabbi Looks at Jesus of Nazareth. You'll learn about Jonathan's personal encounter with the Jewish Jesus that changed his life. 
and you will be equipped with the tools to share your faith with your Jewish friends. In addition, you'll also receive a hope and a future. In it, Jonathan reveals God gave hope to his people at their very lowest point. It will also remind you that God is still at work in your life. Even when things look impossible, he has a plan for you. We also want to bless you for your support by sending you the Jewish Voice Calendar for 2023. It denotes all of the Jewish and Christian holidays in the coming year. Call or go online now to receive all of these resources as you support Jewish Voice Ministries with a one-time gift today of $40 or more. Jonathan is encouraging you to join him as a new monthly Shalom Partner. Your continued monthly gifts are vital in providing the ongoing support so desperately needed to keep Jewish voice outreaches touching the lives of so many people in need. As you make an ongoing commitment and become a new Shalom Partner with a gift of just $30 today, Jonathan will sign his book, A Rabbi Looks at Jesus of Nazareth, and we'll include this beautiful woven throw with the words from Psalm 122, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. This exclusive blanket will be a blessing in your home and a constant reminder of your love of Israel and the Jewish people. Make sure to request the Rabbi's Testimony Package as you contact us today to become a Shalom Partner and to receive all these amazing resources. Your gift today can change a life, providing the opportunity to not only meet their physical needs, but also the chance to share the love of Jesus in a very real and personal way. I wanna encourage you to be a monthly partner with Jewish Voice. The greatest blessing that you can give a Jewish person is the gospel, the good news that Jesus, Yeshua, is their Messiah. So if you wanna bless the Jewish people, bless them by becoming a monthly partner with Jewish Voice. Please respond now by calling the 800 number on the screen and letting our representative know what level of giving you would like to participate in. If you prefer, you can always choose to give securely online at jewishvoice.tv. You can also donate by mailing your gift to the address on the screen. Thank you for your generous support of Jewish Voice and for making a difference for so many through your sacrifice. Now, let's rejoin Jonathan and Ezra. Well, as we're, cont we're continuing the journey, yeah, I understand we have some pictures. We do, and we'll <laughs> dive right in. We promised you a testimony and a testimony you shall have. So we talked about you know, the, the diabolical nature of the enemy to sow not only a, a mass rejection of Jesus on the part of Jewish leadership, but also Christian hostility toward the Jewish community. So now fast forward uh, the better part of two millennia, and here's the young Jonathan Burnus. We have some photos we'll put up. With this, with this mentality, that Jesus isn't for me. That's right. Uh, that it, it, and Ezra, I call it very simply an us and them mentality. We're Jews, we're born Jews, we're to die Jews, and the, anyone else is a Christian or a Gentile. We didn't distinguish between the two. Right. It's an ingrown community and that's part of survival, 2,000 year survival. And so when I was approached with people, I was part of a group called Young Life for mm. a while in, in high school. And when I was approached with considering Jesus, I immediately said, I'm Jewish, and the person apologized to me. So they were reinforcing this erroneous idea that Jesus isn't for me as a Jew, it's for the Christians, it's for the Gentiles. 
Right, and, and maybe you're listening and you've, you've done the same thing out of courtesy, out of respect for a Jewish person when the Gospels refused with the answer, I'm Jewish, and you say, I'm sorry, I didn't know. It's just maybe what our audience hadn't considered, Jonathan, is that it just reinforces that Jesus is the God of the Christians and the Jews have their own way to heaven, to their own way to salvation. Right. And it's not the case. Right. Scripturally, it's just not the Jesus case. Jesus was just not an option. Right. So here, maybe <laughs> you're embarrassed to say, I'll say, yeah. here, here's the young uh, on the left, uh, uh, the childhood, and then the teenage football-playing Jonathan Burnus. Yeah, so I'm probably three years old here, I, and my brother, I think I intentionally cropped him out at some point. Well, that's what my we brother. do with brothers. So my, uh, my sister Sue and my mom, beautiful fan, she just passed away last year, mm -hmm. uh, but raised us with a very strong sense of Jewish identity. I right. went to temple regularly. Mm -hmm. I learned Hebrew. I had a bar mitzvah. That right. was all incumbent upon my parents. Uh, so I went kicking and screaming twice a week to Hebrew school. Right, yeah. right. Like most good Jewish boys yeah. and girls in, the, in North America. So that's me with hair. And then uh, got into sports. My brother was a more of a hippie. This is the 70s. He got into drugs. Mm -hmm. I was uh, two and a half years younger. I went for the sports. I wasn't great, but I played uh, defensive uh, line. Uh, in high school and then after high school in my senior year in the transition between high school and, co and college I got involved with drugs. I don't know if you can see my glazed eyes here on the right picture but I started to get involved in smoke with smoking pot right. and that led to heavier things and uh, I, I was searching. I was searching because the Bible says that that we have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge as mm -hmm. Jews. Mm -hmm. And so I found that that, that drugs were a, a, a pathway into a supernatural realm. Mm -hmm. That And I wanted answers. To, I wanted answers to why I'm here. Mm -hmm. I wanted answers to what's going to happen to me after I die. I wanted answers about what's going to happen to the world. What's my destiny and purpose? And that began a journey into uh, pot and other drugs, other right. harder Looking drugs. Looking for answers. Looking for answers. And so through all the substances and the search, eventually you're confronted with the gospel message. Uh, I am. Uh, I had now, by this time, I was in, involved in quite a few drugs mm -hmm. without going into name. I, I, some ref, I, sometimes I referred to myself as a uh, unlicensed pharmacist. So let's just say I explored with many different drugs. Sure. I got involved in a group called the Grateful Dead, uh, actually connected to the band members, mm -hmm. Jerry Garcia and uh, uh, Bill Kreutzmann, and became friends with the band. And they started, we started sharing drugs together. That was a wild psychedelic scene. And in the midst of that time of fun, and I was having fun. I'm not going to tell you that I was wayward and, have, and miserable. I was having fun. A girlfriend who was a drug explorer with me, accepted the Lord, came back into my life and began to witness to me and would not stop. She was relentless. Hmm. And did you present the same resistance? I'm Jewish, don't talk to me about this. I mean, what was your thinking as she's sharing this with you relentlessly? Yeah, she was so committed and she was calling so often. I never got that far. And she would bring up the questions that I was asking. Hmm. Why do you think you're here on this earth? What's your purpose? What's going to happen after you die? And I, I, I reached a point where I said, I don't want to talk to you anymore. But when she would call, I would end up picking the phone up and talking to her for an hour or two hours. 
Ezra, I like to say it this way. I believe in free will, but God stacks the deck when people are praying. You need to know that. You need to hear this. God stacks the deck when people are praying. Yes, there's free will, but prayer changes things. Mm. I didn't know this, but she had her Bible study praying for me, her new Bible study. She had her new uh, church praying for her Jewish friend. And something began to change in my life that led me to a Bible study. And uh, I didn't want to go, but I went. And I drove through the pouring rain in a motorcycle to get to the Bible study. That's what prayer does. And I went to this Bible study and I immediately felt out of place, but something began to happen at that study. That study was the beginning of a change in my life because at that study I was confronted by the Bible study leader with questions about uh, separation from God and sin and, uh, and eternal destiny. And it, made really, it really made me think. And that night, Jonathan, you prayed a prayer to receive Jesus. I did. I, I re then went home and tried to forget it, but I couldn't forget it because right. something changed in my heart. That's right. And then I had an overwhelming urge to read the Bible. And when I began to read the Bible, Ezra, I discovered that Jesus was Jewish, that all of the first followers were Jewish, that Abraham and, and David and Moses were all in the book of the Christians, that in fact... He was my promised Messiah. And that's when everything over time changed. Amen. And I put it into a book. More details than we have time to share with you today. We're practically out of time. But as you said, Jonathan, we've just re-released uh, your book, A Rabbi Looks at Jesus of Nazareth, not available on Amazon, only available right here through us. And we want to get this into your hands today. Not only does it share your testimony personally of coming to faith in Jesus as, as your Messiah, as the Jewish Messiah, but also shares super practical tips and strategies for you as you're wondering, how do I share the good news with a Jewish family member, with a Jewish neighbor, with a Jewish coworker? It's all in here. And then to give it to them. My premise is if you look at the facts with an open mind, it's easier to believe than not to believe. It takes more faith not to believe than to believe. Hmm. And I, we, I wanted to pair it with another book I did, Ezra, Hope in a Future, yeah. Live with Expectancy, because I think there's a lot of questions that have built up. And is God does God really care? What's ahead? Are there, are there good things ahead? And the answer is yes. It's like the children of Israel living, leaving Babylon or getting ready to leave Babylon. God says, I'm going to bring you out of this place. Just as he uh, brought the children of Israel out of Babylon. He's going to bring us out of these rough two years and he has a hope and a future. He has a divine destiny for you. So I wanted to offer that. And then we have a throw uh, that I love. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. It's absolutely beautiful. There are things we want to sow into your life to say thank you for standing with us. We really need monthly partners right now. And I want to encourage you Become what we call a shalom partner. Shalom means peace. Shalom means rest. Shalom means prosperity. Shalom means completion. We need your help to bring Jewish people into their expected end, into their completion. So please pick up the phone, log on, and become a shalom partner today. Here's how. As Jonathan and Ezra are teaching today, whether you are Jewish or Christian, Knowing and understanding who Jesus really was and is, is so important to your relationship with the Messiah. As Jonathan and Ezra are teaching today, discovering the real Jesus of Nazareth really can change your perspective and your faith. 
As you make the important decision to support Jewish voice outreaches, both in Israel and around the world, you will literally be saving the lives of those in need. Not just those in need of medical care, but also those in need of salvation. As you support Jewish Voice with a one-time gift of $40, you'll receive Jonathan's intriguing book, A Rabbi Looks at Jesus of Nazareth. You'll learn about Jonathan's personal encounter with the Jewish Jesus that changed his life. And you will be equipped with the tools to share your faith with your Jewish friends. In addition, you'll also receive a hope and a future. In it, Jonathan reveals God gave hope to his people at their very lowest point. It will also remind you that God is still at work in your life. Even when things look impossible, he has a plan for you. We also want to bless you for your support by sending you the Jewish Voice Calendar for 2023. It denotes all of the Jewish and Christian holidays in the coming year. Call or go online now to receive all of these resources as you support Jewish Voice Ministries with a one-time gift today of $40 or more. Jonathan is encouraging you to join him as a new monthly Shalom Partner. Your continued monthly gifts are vital in providing the ongoing support so desperately needed to keep Jewish Voice outreaches touching the lives of so many people in need. As you make an ongoing commitment and become a new Shalom Partner with a gift of just $30 today, Jonathan will sign his book, A Rabbi Looks at Jesus of Nazareth, and we'll include this beautiful woven throw with the words from Psalm 122, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. This exclusive blanket will be a blessing in your home and a constant reminder of your love of Israel and the Jewish people. Make sure to request the Rabbi's Testimony Package as you contact us today to become a Shalom Partner and to receive all these amazing resources. Your gift today can change a life, providing the opportunity to not only meet their physical needs, but also the chance to share the love of Jesus in a very real and personal way. I want to encourage you to be a monthly partner with Jewish Voice, the greatest blessing that you can give a Jewish person is the gospel, the good news that Jesus, Yeshua, is their Messiah. So if you want to bless the Jewish people, bless them by becoming a monthly partner with Jewish Voice. Please respond now by calling the 800 number on the screen and letting our representative know what level of giving you would like to participate in. If you prefer, you can always choose to give securely online at jewishvoice.tv. You can also donate by mailing your gift to the address on the screen. Thank you for your generous support of Jewish Voice and for making a difference for so many through your sacrifice. Now, let's rejoin Jonathan and Ezra. Jonathan, let's close our time together the way we always do, praying for your needs at home. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness you, to Israel and to all those who thank would call you, upon your name. Lord, we're praying two things today. We're asking you to impart a burden, the burden of your heart for the salvation of thank your chosen you, people on those watching and listening today. And Lord, also in view of your extraordinary faithfulness to Israel, Lord, we take that for ourselves and we thank you for your faithfulness to meet the needs of those watching today. Financial, spiritual, yes. family related, career related, yes. destiny stepping into related. Yes. Lord, meet Let those needs done. in your faithfulness in Yeshua's name. Let it be done. Amen. Let it be done. Let it be done. Amen. If you'd like more information about our ministry, 
you can log on to our website, jewishvoice.tv. You can also send us your prayer request right on the website. We have a team here at Jewish Voice that's committed to praying over your prayer requests and by name, by need. We will pray for you, believing in the power of God in prayer that He will answer you because God cares about you. He loves you. Well, as we close the program, I want to remind you of what God asks each of us to do on a daily basis. He says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6, may they prosper who love thee. So may you prosper as you bless Israel and the Jewish people. Until next time, this is Jonathan Burnus and Ezra Benjamin saying shalom and God bless you.